Welcome to Weaning 15, my new podcast series all about weaning. In each episode, I'm going to be talking with Charlotte Sterling Reed, a registered nutritionist specialising in maternal and infant nutrition. Charlotte is the expert in this field who has helped me with my new book, Weaning 15. Each episode will cover a different topic with the aim of giving you all the knowledge and confidence you need to start weaning your baby. Thanks for listening. Let's get weaning. Welcome to episode number eight of Wean and 15. This is the final episode in the series and it's called 15 Things I've Learned That I Wish I Knew Sooner. And I'm actually going to read a section from the book about 15 things I've learned since starting the journey with Indy because if only I knew this at the start, I'd be more confident, more, more relaxed, more, more calm about the whole process and I think I would have enjoyed the journey a little bit more. So I'm going to read a section from the book. I'll read one and then Rosie can read one. And then Charlotte, if you want to... Um, Add a little bit in between. You're welcome to. So number one, and this is um, all the things we've learned. It's in bullet points um, in the book. And I'm really proud of this section because I think it's quite nice and Mm. it's giving you a few little golden nuggets. So number one, it doesn't matter if you decide to spoon feed your baby, do baby led weaning or a combination of both. Either way, your baby will get all the nutrition they need to grow and develop. We did a combination of both with Indy. Number two, Your baby's appetite, just like your own, will vary every day depending on many factors. This means there's no perfect portion size for all babies. Each baby is individual, so try not to compare yours to others. You'll learn very quickly how much to offer your baby because they will let you know if they're full up or still hungry. Lovely. Perfect. That's an important one. Number three, if your baby does refuse to eat, stay calm and remove the pressure on yourself and your baby by leaving the table. They may not be interested in food in that very moment in time, but they probably will be later. We usually play with Indy or take her to the park to burn some energy and work up an appetite. Most of the time, we reheat the food we initially offered her and she normally always eats it. Mm-hmm. Number four, your baby will pull very funny faces and often reject something new that you've offered them. This is normal. They're experiencing a new flavour or texture for the very first time. Perhaps they're in shock, sometimes they're disgusted and sometimes they're overjoyed. Don't be disheartened or upset by their response and assume that they hate it. It's so important to expose your baby to something multiple times before really knowing if they totally dislike it. Indy, for example, can't stand avocado on its own. We offered it to her as a finger food and as a mash more than 10 times and had it thrown back at us. Rather than give up on this really great source of healthy fat, we just started to add it into wraps and pasta and she's fine with it and gobbles it up. I think the texture is what put her off, not the flavour. Yeah, I love that. It's one of my absolute favourite points. So good. Just keep trying. Don't give up. I remember multiple exposure. That's all I used to think of in my head. Um, So thank you, Rosie. Number five, weaning babies is very unpredictable and requires lots of patience. One day your baby will love something you cook and eat the whole thing in minutes. The next day you can offer them the exact same thing and they look disgusted and won't touch it. This has happened with Indy many times, especially if she's overtired, unwell or teething. Don't let this worry you. In the early stages of weaning, your baby will be getting most of their nutrition from breast milk or formula milk. Number six, try not to let the fear of choking hold you back from offering finger foods or thicker, lumpier textures of food. Baby choking is very rare as long as you chop and prep foods properly. Your baby needs to learn how to deal with solids and how to bite, chew and swallow food as they progress through their weaning journey. Babies also have a very strong gag reflex, which is further forward in the mouth than adults. So quite often you'll see your baby gag and bring forward back, <laughs> bring food back to the front with their tongue. It's scary the first time you see it, but it's important not to panic or get really alarmed and start pulling the food out of their mouth. 
If you honestly do find the thought of offering finger foods to your baby too worrying, then just focus on spoon feeding and offer smaller amounts of super soft finger foods like overcooked veggies that you can easily squish between your fingers and thumb until you build up the confidence for more advanced textures. It's not a competitional race, so go at your own pace. And when you and your baby are ready to increase to lumpier textures, then you can. Yeah, brilliant. Such a good point. And it's so, you know, the way you write it is so kind of taking everybody into account, but just trying to help people to relax about it. I love that. Oh, thank you, Charlotte. Well, I've had the most amazing guidance from you all the way through <laughs> this. Um, number seven, try to be adventurous with new flavours and food groups. Um, you can often, you, you can offer just plain steamed, boiled or pureed foods for months, but imagine how delightful it is for your baby to experience different flavour combinations and textures each week. We constantly challenge Indy's palate from early on with things like stews, orzo, risotto and curries using spices like paprika, cinnamon, cumin and turmeric. We introduced coconut milk, Greek yogurt, homemade pesto and excited her senses every day. This is the reason why Indy has such a big appetite and eats almost anything. We've created a mini foodie by being the chefs at home, designing the menu and always trying to change the special of the day. It's so easy to encourage fussy eating by limiting the options and only offering what we know they will love and never reject. So try your hardest to be adventurous for your baby, even if you aren't yourself. Keep the variety, keep it exciting and keep encouraging. <laughs> yep. Number eight, a calm and peaceful environment makes all the difference when it comes to a healthy eating routine. We have Indy sitting in her high chair at the table with acoustic lullaby music playing on Spotify. This means that she's got an instant familiarity and she knows it's time to sit and eat. Of course, we eat out a lot too, but when we're at home, we try to keep the same familiar environment with as little distractions as possible. I really, really believe that's such an important one and it's really helped Indy just kind of get settled at mealtime and, you know, really kind of take on new foods and be a bit more adventurous for sure. Okay, number nine, one I'm very passionate about, be a role model and try to sit down together to eat whenever possible. We all have busy lives and I know this can be really tough. Babies are constantly watching and learning from us, so it's good to show them that mealtimes are relaxing and enjoyable. It's natural to want to just stare at them, trying to make them eat their food, but what we've learned now that Indy will often eat more when we're not pressuring her and are just getting on with our own meals. I missed out on this as a kid, so I hope it's something we continue as our family grows. Yeah, I think role modelling has been such a theme, hasn't it, throughout the whole of this podcast. I think pretty much every single episode we've talked at some point about role modelling. So this is definitely key. And if, if in doubt, I always say try and role model. Number 10, prepping like a boss is key. Something we've really learned is that there's no point in putting a lot of effort into cooking one meal for a baby that's probably going to end up thrown over the walls. Always make enough so that there can be leftovers to store in the fridge or freezer for when you're really in a rush. Another idea is to batch cook things when the baby's napping so you've always got something prepared. Cooking around a hungry baby is not fun. Oh my God, we <laughs> talked about that. It's the worst. Yeah. I mean, I, I actually find driving along, screaming baby in the back seat, that's tough. But a baby crying and pulling at you when you're yeah. cooking something hot and there's like things flying about, that for me is the yeah. most intense because it's zero to 100 real quick. And I, I have no tolerance for it Raph anymore, especially now that I'm pregnant. I'm just like, no tolerance, don't touch me, get out of the kitchen. <laughs> yeah, it's challenging, it is. It's one of the toughest things about being a parent is cooking in front of a hungry baby. So if you can, avoid them getting hungry and prep. Number 11, allergic reactions are a big fear for new parents on the weaning journey. Indy actually had a reaction to some cashew butter we gave her on toast when she was seven months old. It wasn't serious, but we still had to take her to the hospital. An allergy test revealed that she is allergic to cashew nuts and pistachios. Prior to this, we had given her peanut butter and almond butter mixed in with her porridge, and she was fine. So this was surprising for us. 
even though it was upsetting, we kept calm in front of Indy, and I think this is important. There's really no way of knowing what your baby's allergic to until they start to try things. Don't let this fear hold you back from introducing certain foods. Number 12. One dilemma we initially faced with weaning was trying to understand when to reduce Indy's milk intake and how to get the right routine and timing with milk and food. When you first begin weaning, it's ideal to offer your baby the same amount of milk as you did before they began their solid foods. Breast milk or formula milk will still provide the majority of calories and nutrients that babies need each day at the start of the weaning. The weaning? Weaning. (laughs) As you notice the frequency of your baby's meals, along with their portion sizes increasing, you may start to notice a very natural and gradual decline in the amount of milk your little one takes to. Number 13. The biggest challenge a parent may face is trying to get their babies and toddlers to eat vegetables. Some babies will eat loads of veg from the start and keep it up forever. Others would dislike them from the start and refuse every veg on the planet. As Indy got older, she started to refuse plain steamed or boiled veg. I don't blame her, really. Boiled broccoli does smell like fart. <laughs> totally. We just incorporate lots of veg into her meals, for example, in pastas, omelettes, curries, and even things like savoury porridge, which she loves. It's good to keep exposing babies to veg in the whole form, but essentially your baby doesn't need to sit with a side of steamed greens or a head of broccoli to be healthy. With the wonderful recipes in this book, your baby will be eating plenty of veg and getting all the goodness they need. Number 14, it's really easy to panic and worry that your baby isn't getting enough food if they refuse the meal you offer them. This may make you begin to offer an alternative meal or give lots of snacks, but only offering the things that you know they will love and... uh, But only offering the things you know they will love and always eat means your baby will learn very fast that they will get exactly what they want if they make a stand. This can really narrow their food options and lead to fussy eating. We rarely offer indie alternatives and avoid letting her graze on snacks in between meals. We learned that if we gave India banana or some berries and then tried to give her her dinner an hour later, she'd rarely have an appetite for it. Babies have little stomachs, so focus on a good mealtime routine and avoid filling them up with snacks. Yeah, I absolutely love that one. I definitely think the kind of avoiding multiple alternatives is really, really key. Um, lots of parents do fall into that trap. And although it might seem like a good thing to do at the time, it actually doesn't have a, knock on, a good knock-on effect later on. So that's a great tip. Number 15, the final one, so wean in 15. Um, Finally, and most important of all, enjoy the weaning journey. Don't put too much pressure on yourself or the baby. You're doing the best you can, you're learning, and your baby loves you for it. It doesn't matter what anyone thinks of your parenting as long as you and your baby are happy. Take lots of photos and videos too. This will be a very short time you look back on once your baby's all grown up. So try not to stress, get worried, and just have fun. Brilliant. Love that. Such good tips. And I think people who have, who've bought this book, who are reading this for the first time, will benefit so much from that information, these little snippets that you've learned, just to help them get confident. Because as we've said, again, confidence is, is key. I'm so glad that we got to share that. And I've really enjoyed this podcast. I think it's good content and it's valuable and it's going to help people, you know, like I said, give them the confidence and just a little bit of a, an insight into our experience as parents yeah. and hopefully let them enjoy it and have fun and I really do hope that you take something from this podcast and that you've enjoyed all the episodes so Mm -hmm. listen I want to finish saying fun right (laughs) I've made a fun quick fire round so 15 questions I'm going to ask Rosie one and then I'm going to ask Charlotte one and all you've got to do is just answer I hate I'm so bad at quick fire I always scared it's not as scary as you think right so number one for Charlotte I'm going to go for Charlotte (laughs) crying baby in the seat Sorry, crying baby in the car seat or hungry screaming baby... Spit it out, start again. Crying baby in the car seat or hungry screaming baby when you're cooking? 100% car seat. 
Car seat. Okay, number two, Rosie. Morning cuddles or nighttime snuggles? Oh, morning cuddles, I think, for me. In- yeah, I love a morning cuddle. <laughs> number three, Charlotte. Bath time or story time? Bath time. Number four, Rosie, this is for you. Co-sleeping baby or getting your own cot, mate? I'd say getting your own cot, mate, but I have been much more relaxed than this the second time round with Marley. Oh, you've changed. Yeah, I like having cuddles now. <laughs> it is lovely, isn't it? Charlotte, tidy the house or piss off from having a nap? Tidy the house. I'm sorry, I have to do oh, it. You do I know tidy it's the house so bad. A I'm a tidier. Yeah, but I I want to nap, but my brain won't let me. I think <laughs> most people would would take the uh, would get the tidy nap, but I think take the nap. Honestly, it I all know. Can wait. It I can wish all I could. <laughs> okay, Rosie, number six: glass of wine or bottle of gin. Oh, gin, definitely. A bottle of gin? Well, not... <laughs> Kiss Ed. In one go. Just a gin and tonic. That's why I married you. Right, number seven, Charlotte. Night off from the kids. Go party or go to bed? Go to bed. Oh, mate, team early Sorry. night all the way. My idea of a night out is like in bed by 10. Yeah, literally. changed. Rosie, you've had a stressful day. Exercise or meditate? Exercise? I'd like to be one of those people that can meditate, but I find it really difficult. Yeah, I do. I, do. I just can't shut my brain off. Yeah. Well, what I've come I to realise is it. exercise is my meditation. That's that's me in the zone yeah, when I get in the flow. Okay, number nine, Charlotte. Hypnobirthing or epidural? Do you know what? I'm going to try hypnobirthing this time round. Mm-hmm. Ooh, good and luck. Also you can do both. I can do both. I, I didn't have an epidural last time, so... What did you do, Rosie? First time... <laughs> Hypnobirthing, second which time. I loved, but second time I did have an epidural, which I also loved. Give me that epidural, loved. baby. <laughs> <laughs> but that was hypnobirthing, but stick I love that the, epidural. Stick it in the spine. Final tap. <laughs> oh god. Okay, number ten, Charlotte. Yeah. Super. Oh no. Oh, no, Rosie. Sorry, Rosie. Rosie. Super hungry baby or annoyingly tired baby? I think I'd actually prefer a hungry baby. A tired baby, you can't get them to sleep, and it's yeah, yeah that's very it's the true. worst. Yeah. Charlotte, snot sucker or baby sick in your mouth? Oh my God. So you know like you're, you're cuddling your baby doing the airplane and they throw up in your mouth versus you've got to use a snot sucker. Oh, I think I'd have to use a snot sucker. Oh, oh no, I make, I make Dan do it. Nightmare. I make Dan do it every time. But it doesn't, it doesn't actually come out the other end, does it? I've never done it. I oh, refused God. to buy a snot sucker with India. I was like... Every, it was oh, like on every so list of gross. things that you need to buy, and I was like, I am never getting one of those. Excuse me, you've got a snot sucker and you've got a bogey picker. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I have a bogey picker that? from Amazon. It's the best thing in the world. Is and it like I a tweezer? Kind of. It's got a different, like a different shape. It's to like it a little, it's like a little zip. Put, it's like a little zip popper. It's a weird looking thing. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. next yeah. question. Oh. Twelve. <laughs> Who's the next one for? Twelve. Uh, oh me, Rosie. Toddler tantrum in a restaurant or newborn screaming on a plane. I think I'd always pick newborn screaming because toddlers are just mm, I agree, actually, yeah. Mm. Okay, Charlotte, don't look, Rosie. <laughs> right, Charlotte, accidentally step barefoot onto a steamer on the carpet or clean up diarrhoea of your last <laughs> wet wipe on a day out. <laughs> what are they? So Where listen, have we gone? the baby's pooed and you accidentally step on it barefoot in the carpet or you're out oh. and about and you've got one wipe and your baby's got diarrhoea all up its back. It's one or the other. What are you choosing? So what? So do I step in something into a carpet or be out and about and have to deal with the poo up the back? You accidentally step barefoot onto a steamer on the carpet or you clean up diarrhoea with your last wet wipe on a day out. Oh, my days. At least it's not in your own house. Exactly. Out and about. So diarrhoea one wipe. Okay, that's a nightmare Not having well. poo in the carpet. Rosie, day at the farm with your babies. Ah, oh, a lovely day at the farm with your beautiful babies or a day at Soho Farmhouse on your own. Oh, oh. Well, Soho Farmers on my own because it's, that's just a rare oh, occasion. How spiteful. Yeah, how no, wicked. How well, I can go to the farm every day, the Poor little baby. Okay, Charlotte, another one, toilet humour. 
Newborn, oh. newborn splatter explosion. She gets all the blue ones. <laughs> Wait, no, no. Newborn splatter explosion or fully loaded grown up toddler dump. What's worse? <laughs> oh, God. Do you know when. I'll go for the newborn because it's less foody. Yeah, when Not you. Like it's important you know that when you start going through the weaning journey, you start yeah. giving them solids. I can tell you what, what comes out of them nappies is basically like changing <laughs> each other's each other's nappies. Especially it, when they eat big meals as well. So it always has kidney beans in it. Dude, there's sweet corn, there's full, full like raisins. The other day she had like, you know, like massive cranberries. And I thought, how, how have you solid that? Yeah, it was in a, it was in oh Mexico. She she overdid it. Joe, um, so much poo chat on this. Well, I, I just you know toilet humour. It always gets a joke. So I hope you um enjoy the quick fire. Oh, so yeah. I just want to I enjoyed that. I want to now just say a massive thank you to Charlotte who has guided me and Rosie on this whole journey and given us so much confidence and you know really like given us all the knowledge to really go ahead and enjoy the journey of India. And then because of that, you know I've launched Wean in fifteen. I've now got a book deal and I've got an amazing book coming out. And you know. You, you've also, you know, your audience has grown and you're having, you're, oh, you've got so it, much honestly. exciting Thank stuff. Thank you for having me on board because I have loved it. It's been so much fun and I love your approach. You're so relaxed and I think that like, I've learned a lot from your relaxed approach and your like travels and everything. So thank you as well for having me on board. Well, thank you again for your time and all your, you know, all your patience and all the WhatsApps you kept getting back to me. And I've, I've loved them. Um, <laughs> I've loved working with you. And thanks for coming today to film the That's podcast. Right. And Rosie, have you got anything you'd like to say? Yeah, just thank you to Charlotte as well. And also, it's really nice, like, having the, like, community on Instagram because I think it must be really hard back in the day when you didn't yeah. have other people to talk to about it. And Couldn't people ask are asking question. us questions, but also people are giving us advice. So, mm. yeah, yeah. It's, it's powerful. Just, it's great. Yeah, it's, that. You know, that Weaning 15 Instagram is amazing. It's a really good community. And I, I love, you know contributing and getting back to people as much as I can. And Rosie, obviously, you help out as well doing some recipes which people love. Um, and Charlotte obviously helps um, answering some comments and stuff on there. It's a really, really lovely place. If you're not following, follow weaning15 underscore on Instagram. And this is all about, you know, sharing our tips and advice. And like you said, like, where do you go when you start weaning? Like, where's the information? And so, you know, we've put everything we need to know yeah. in that book, Weaning 15, which is out now. And I'm really proud of it. It's got 100 recipes um, from six months up to 12 plus. And I'm so proud. I've got my little boo-boo Indian there. Yeah. Um, Milo's in there. visuals as well in the book. And everything about it, I'm so proud of it. I think it's a, it's, it's a, good, it's a book that's going to really add value and give people that kind of safe net and that place to kind of look at for ideas and recipes and really go forward and just have an amazing weaning journey. So yeah. thank you so much for listening to the Weaning 15 podcast. Charlotte, if they want to follow you, where can they find you? Um, I'm at SR underscore nutrition um, and my website's srnutrition.co.uk. Fantastic. And if you want to follow me and you're not already, I'm on Instagram, Twitter and Facebook. It's at The Body Coach. And thanks again. Good luck with your weaning and have a lovely day. Take care, everybody. Bye. Bye-bye. <laughs>